Welcome to Tisha Talks Topics. This podcast is for women who are looking to align their passion with their purpose. And girl, this podcast is for you. We are covering all things on this podcast, all things women, from personal development to entrepreneurship to professional development, parenthood, relationships, you name it, I'm trying to cover it. So without further ado, let's see what this week's episode is about. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. I am so excited about this conference that we have coming up on April the 25th of 2020. It is called Ladies Who Lead, Love, and Launch. Yes, y'all heard it right. Ladies Who Lead, Love, and Launch. I have a group of phenomenal women who will be facilitating and speaking at this conference. Um, We are so excited and glad to be able to pour out um, our expertise, our experience, and our encouragement to empower women to walk in a life full of purpose, pursuing whatever dream, whatever goal, whatever thing it is that you have been called and created to do. So first up, we have Jessica Bullock, who is the CEO of Life Option Counseling Center. She will be leading the discussion and the conversation on leading, leading in business, leading in your personal life, and leading as a woman, because that is extremely different, right? We have our own different set of needs. And then there's Dr. Letitia Sampson, the CEO of Great Joy Counseling. She's going to be covering the conversation or the topic of relationships and building and building deeper connections and being able to network and do the things that you need to do in order to grow and to sustain healthy relationships, right? Because we need, life is all about relationships. Life is all about establishing and having those connections and knowing how to keep them. And then we have Letitia Mayers, who is going to be doing a conversation on stepping outside of your comfort zone. Now y'all know we all get comfortable in life and sometimes that comfort can hold us back, can keep us from moving forward. Then we have Tawana Hobday, who is going to be talking about that undercurrent of love, like love heals all things. And how are we going to encourage each other? How are we going to support each other if we don't have that concept down, right? If we don't understand that aspect of it. And then we have Melanie Waters, who is going to talk to us about believing bigger, faith and favor, right? Because a lot of this stuff is unknown for us. We don't know how things are going to play out. But what we do know is that we have to step out anyway. Like we'll never know if we never move. And so I'm so excited about that. And then of course you have me, Letitia Gray, the CEO of Tisha Talks. And I'm going to be talking about that launch, actually moving out and doing whatever it is that you've been called to do or what has been placed on your heart to do. And these things are so important to get you started in moving out and doing the things that you've been called to do. So why should you come to this conference, right? I'm going to give you my spill. You should come to this conference because we need community. We need sisterhood. We need each other in order to grow and to maintain, to have accountability. We need that community, right? There are so many things that I would never have been able to accomplish if I didn't have a group of good, supportive, like-minded, non-competitive women willing to share of their resources and their time with me. And so I want to provide that for you as well as well as equipping you to go out and do those things that you're going to need to do to walk in your purpose. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, go ahead and go to www.tishatalks.org forward slash events and register. 
There's an early bird special going on, but it's going to end on February the 7th. And so if you haven't gotten your tickets, you can still get them after the 7th. You'll just miss the early bird special deadline. But be sure to tell your sister friend, to tell your cousin, your mama, your auntie, anybody you know that is destined to live a life of purpose and to be all that they have been called and created to be. All right, guys, see you then. Before we get started, let me just tell you a quick word about one of my sponsors. Hey, guys. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for joining the podcast today. I appreciate you guys. I just feel the need to to express that and to say that. I don't say that very often, but I appreciate you guys who are faithful listeners and um, I appreciate your shares and you telling other people about this podcast. It's just really an opportunity for me to share my heart and my experiences and also to bring other people on to share their experiences and their heart as well. So today I'm going to be talking about being spirit-led as opposed to leading yourself. <laughs> and and I guess the the overlapping theme here is also flexibility, right? And so I feel like before I can really get into this topic, I have to talk to you a little bit about um, the type of person, or I'll say the type of personality or characteristics that I kind of developed and have. And um, as a person who was a young mom, by the age of 23, I had three small children um, and I was married. So I was kind of responsible for four people's lives as far as like their day to day, what they're eating, where we're going, who's going where and doing what. Um, I began to really get into this like um, super planner mode. Like I would be at work. I remember being at work, working my nine to five. And I tell you from like the beginning, first of all, I would get there a little bit early and I would kind of plan out my work day and I would kind of not just plan out my work day of how I'm doing work, but kind of plan out how I'm doing my breaks and what I'm doing during my lunch. And if I was going to run to the store and get something that I needed to get, or if I was going to run, um, you know, wherever to take care of uh, you know, a doctor's appointment or do something for the kids. I just kind of had everything laid out. Um, after work, I had that all kind of laid out. Who has to go where, what I'm going to do, what time people going to go to bed, if I got another meeting, um, if I need to do this, does this person have a project? Does this person has, I mean, like I had stuff planned out, right? And I was also the type of person that when plans got changed, I was not like a happy camper. I did not deal with change um, well. And that's because... I really, because there were so many moving pieces, I really felt like um, everything kind of needed to happen the way that I needed them to happen so that they can actually get done. I felt like I would be out of control or I would lose control if um, if things didn't happen, <laughs> if things didn't go according to plan. Like, you know, even though I've grown since then, I'm still feeling like, yes, we need, we need things to go according to plan. So, <laughs> um, so I was very much like that. Um, prior to having kids, I was a person who was just kind of like, if I said I'm going to do something, I absolutely need to follow through. Like my mother ingrained that in me. Like, don't say you're going to do X, Y, and Z and you not do that. And and she also ingrained in me that we work first and we play later. And so I brought all of that with me into my motherhood, into planning, into my marriage. And, um, and, and all of those things uh, made for a very stressful very stressful Tisha, right? <laughs> a very stressed out mama. 
um, but who didn't always recognize that she was stressed out. That was another thing. So I did a lot of planning um, just to even give you a little bit more um, context to it. I don't know if you guys have heard of those crazy couponers. Like that was one of my goals to be a crazy couponer. I wasn't as crazy. I mean, I have got some things for a dollar, like a whole bunch of stuff for like a dollar. But I mean, I was out there picking up bags in the morning. I was getting extra um, <laughs> extra newspapers. I did have a big old binder that was categorized. I did have my kids cutting and clipping coupons and helping me categorize them. I did have a storage bin in my basement. Now, as I'm talking, it really sounds like I was a crazy couponer. But I know other crazy couponers and I wasn't as efficient as them. So I would have to say that like I wasn't an official crazy couponer, but I was well on my way. Um, we used to have laundry, I mean, laundry detergent for days, soap for days, deodorant for days, everything for days. Right. And I felt so accomplished because I had such a big family. And so it, it was very beneficial to us. Right. And, um, I say all this because what I found is that it was really just about me being busy. Like I felt like if I was doing something um, if I was doing something or if something was always on my plate or if I was a part of, I was able to add more stuff to my list of things that I was able to accomplish, that that was successful for me, right? That defined success. And I also found myself surrounded by other people, have other relationships with people where it became slightly competitive. So what are you doing? Okay, I'm doing this as well. Okay, I'm doing this too. And then that person would start doing that too. And then you'd be like, okay, so I'm also going to do this. And, um, and it wasn't, I would, what is it called? Um, like a good competitive nature. It wasn't like necessarily bad competitive, but it wasn't really necessary and it wasn't spirit led, right? It was more me led. And <laughs> what would happen is I would put all these things on my plate that were not meant for me. And I think that that's what begins to happen. And when we think about this concept of grinding, um, when I first started this like entrepreneur space, that's all I heard. Like all I heard was about the grind, the grind, the grind, the grind, the grind. And like, I so get, I mean, I already had a work ethic, right? So I already knew how to get stuff done. That was never an issue for me. Like we got to get stuff done. I'll figure it out. Like I'll, I'll be a content producer. I'll be creating websites. I'll be, um, speaking publicly, I'll find out how to video record. I'll find out how to edit. I'll find out like, <laughs> you're talking about what we got to do to get it done. I'll figure it out what we got to do to get it done. Like, so that was something I already had going. But when you mix in that concept or the way that I perceive grinding to be, that just took it into overload, right? And um, let me go back to my personal space um, and me doing all these things just really in family, because at that time I wasn't in the entrepreneur space. I was just working and doing a lot of volunteer work, um, which is work and, um, raising my, my, my kids and, and things like that. Um, what I found was that it was not fulfilling. It was very stressful <clears throat> and, <clears throat> you know, we know that stress is not good for our bodies. My body reacted very poorly to stress. Um, my back would go out. I've had, um, I've had back surgeries. I've had epidurals. 
I've had a lot of stuff <laughs> um, take places. My body will literally shut down on me. And um, I know people, I have friends that when they begin to get stressed out and overwhelmed, they get really, really bad headaches. Some of them begin to break out. Like stress is no joke. And what I had to identify was that just because I can do everything or I feel that I can do everything does not mean that I need to do everything. And what I was not doing is I never had time to take it down. I never had time to have moments of quiet. And what I began to also do was impart that on my kids. So I had my kids doing everything too. My kids were here. This one was here. This one was there. That was half of my running around because of the other stuff that I had these kids doing and had these kids involved in. And what I needed to learn to do was to be led by the Spirit of God instead of me trying to lead because it it didn't work. It didn't work. I mean, I ended up, oh my gosh, <laughs> a mess, a mess, not just health problems, but relationship problems, marriage problems. I ended up getting a divorce. Not that the divorce was completely because of this, but um, there were just so many things that were not allowing me to walk in peace, right? And that's what we're called to do. We're called to live lives full of peace. And there you it is you are able to live a life full of peace and still have things going on and things that you're doing. But your grounding, your core should be at a peaceful place. But if you are never standing still, if you never have those moments where you're sitting back and you're like, God, what do you want me to do? Let me take my hands, my hands off of things and allow you to put your hands on things, then you'll always be running. You'll always be on that grind, chasing that carrot, right? And so... If we fast forward to now, because my kids are grown for the most part, I have a 22 year old, my oldest is 22 and my youngest is nine. Um, so I've learned a lot, right? <laughs> um, and it's 22 years of parenting. And so a lot of those things I have fallen um, back from, I have, I have stopped doing, but I stopped doing them because I realized that um, everything was not for me. Everything was not for me. Just because I was able to do it all, just because I had the thought or the idea didn't mean that it was a part of my plan. I mean, God's plan for me doesn't mean that it was a part of my destiny and a part of what I needed to um, um, what I needed to, to be doing for myself. And so as we enter 2020, I definitely was like, I have no like plan, like literal written out plan for like what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. But it's like, you know, God really prepared me the months prior to coming into this space where I'm just really being spirit led. The focus for 2020 is for God to lead me by his spirit and for me not to lead myself. Right. Um, and I know that um, by nature, I have a desire to lead myself. I know that from the way that I've carried on in my life, that I have a desire to lead myself. I have a desire to make up all these plans. And and um, and sometimes when plans get changed, I've in the past been very like I have not handled that well. Like I did not like change. I did, I'm like, wait a minute. This was not a part of the plan. Like, oh boy, you know, like it would really frustrate me. Like I didn't like being surprised and stuff like that. It would really, really frustrate me. But in order to walk in the space and to do the things that God has called me to do, he had to break that away from me. I had to be okay with change. Leadership is all about change. 
right? Leadership is all, if you are called to be a leader in any capacity, um, you're going to need to know how to be flexible and adjust to change. Dealing with people, you need to know how to be flexible and adjust to change. Flexibility is so important. And when you are controlling the narrative so tightly, how are you possibly allowing space for God? How are you allowing space for him to speak to you? And how are you allowing space for uh, flexibility to, um, to exist within you? And so I know that this sounds like poor, um, poor advice or poor tips. Like this would not be an entrepreneurship 101. Um, but I think it's so important because people get so caught up in making sure everything is going exactly according to the plan or according to what they foresaw or foresee. And um, they they leave no room for flexibility, which also um, stagnates or hinders the ability to grow. And it also shuts out certain people that, um, that you may need. You may need to get you where, where God has taken you and where he's called you to go. And so for me, um, when we start talking about leadership, in order to to lead, in order to be an influence, you have to be able to adjust. People are different. And if you're going to have a whole bunch of different people on your team, you're going to have to know how to adjust and how to deal with them. Everyone cannot be treated the same way across the board. It cannot just be that is the plan and that's it because everyone is different. Their lives are different. Their circumstances are different. What they're enduring or going through is different. And you have to be able to be flexible enough to adjust to those circumstances as they come. And so those are things that that I am really learning. And, and one of the main things that happened last year that really helped prepare me for this space of no plan, because I'm like in no plan land, <laughs> but I'm still, and I want to, I'm going to come back to but how God is still moving, right? So it just really shows that, you know, he doesn't need me to come up with this master plan. He needs me to follow his plan, right? That That's so true. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But the, the things that kind of led me up to that is really the selling of this house. I mean, I had this thing all planned out. I had like an Excel sheet with like five columns on it on um, the different options. I had different sheets that was talking about like, if we got this much, we would do this. So how we break this down, we'll do this. If we sold it this time, what these bills look like, what they're going to change to, what the projection would be. Like, I was like, oh, you doing this thing, girl. That was the thing in my head. Like literally I had that conversation with myself girl, you know, this must be heaven sent because you done got this plan laid out and you have these Excel sheets together and like, boom. So when when these things happen and when this offer comes, we just going to slide it into that category, into that one box, and then we'll follow that plan. If this happens, we'll slide it into that category. We'll follow this box. Well, let me tell you, we got like four offers and they all fell through. So we kept going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down to the point where it was like, you know what? bump our little plan. Jesus, what you want to do? <laughs> what what do you want to do? And it became so, and the crazy thing was that we had so many things tied into this plan that when the plan continuously kept falling through, it started impacting other areas of our lives. And um, it really just got it every single time it fell through. It was a humbling space. It was a humbling space. It was a humbling space because it reminded us that you can have the best plan in the world. It's not that your ho- our house wasn't marketable. It's not that our house wasn't sellable. Although at some point I had in my head like, what is wrong with our house? Um, but it, it wasn't the case because our house sold for asking. 
actually sold for above asking. So that was not the case. It was just that in that during that time, God was also teaching us something, you know, because things didn't happen in our plan. Even after we left our home, that still didn't the plan that we had of where we were going to go and what we were going to do that fell through because the timelines were different. And so even now, as we're in a transition space and we're staying with family because of when the house finally sold was not when we had planned it to sell. Um, even in that space, God is still teaching us like, you think you have a plan, but I have the master plan. And even in that, God has been blessing, right? He's been blessing. He's been still doing stuff. And so I entered, uh, we entered into 2020 like, okay, Lord, what is your plan? Because the stuff we thought we was going to be doing in 2019 or the, the stuff that we thought was going to be working out in a certain way in 2019, that stuff ain't happened. But you are still, you've still been with us and you've still been providing and you've still been moving. And so when I talk about from the business perspective, there have been um, so many great opportunities that have come as a result of, um, it, you know, in, in, in my business and in what I'm doing. And, you know, such a strong team that has developed so many things have happened that I could not have orchestrated. Like I, I had that on one of my plan lists. I would like to have a team. I would like to have this. I would like to have a venue. I had those things, but there is no way that I possibly by myself could have orchestrated things to arise and work out the way that they've been working out. And so it just reconfirms in me that I have to make sure that I'm being led by the spirit of God and not leading and not and not trying to lead because I know that for me leading and stuff like that and having this plan is is about controlling the narrative and I'm not always called to control the narrative. I'm not always called to to do that. I'm called to to follow the plan and um, the will of God for my life and for the things that he's created me to do. And so it has been very interesting. (laughs) And I just wanted to encourage you. There are some of you out there that have this like master plan written out. And I'm not I'm not opposed to plans. Y'all know I already told y'all that that is a strong part of my character and who I am. And that is an asset because that allows us to get stuff done, right? Highly organized people. We are we are assets. We 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 are assets. And so I'm not opposed to that. But what I'm talking about is the the need for flexibility, the need to be able to um to to adjust, the need to be able to move um according to what God is calling you to do and not yourself because when you when you do it the opposite way, basically you kind of say that you're God, right? You kind of say that I got this. I know how this is going to work out. I know the beginning and the end. I know what needs to be done. I'm going to do such and such and such and such. You basically are saying that. And I really believe that at the end of the day, God wants us to to position ourselves to be like, hey, I am following you. You are my God and I follow you. And in me and in my heart, turning towards you, you lead me to all those places and all those things that I've wanted and desired to begin with. And so I want to encourage you. I don't know where you are in 2020. I know I keep going on about this um, planning (laughs) and planner thing, but this is just really the space that I'm in right now that even though it may not look like things are working out, even though it may not 
feel like, you know, there is a plan or there's some type of order to it. If you are taking that time to spend time with God, to be quiet with him and to allow yourself to be led by him, he will, you will be successful. You will be successful in him because he wins. He wins all the time, hands down. So really quickly, what does that look like? I try really hard. I've been trying really hard. Um, I don't always make the mark, but I still continue to, to pick up where I left off. I try to ask the Lord in the morning before I get about the bed, before I start talking to folk and doing, you know, listen to my music or turning my phone on. I say, Lord, how do you want this day to go? What what's what do you want this day to look like? What do you want me to do? I know that I have my plan. I know that I have X, Y, and Z that I would like to work on, but I'm willing to do what you want me to do. And sometimes things will pop in my head. Oh, call this person, do this, do that or whatever. And I'll know that that's a part of his agenda for me. And I'll start doing that. Or sometimes the agenda that I have will, you know, will, um, will be what I do. But I think what it allows me to do is it, it's allowing me to submit. It's allowing me to say, you may have this thing perfectly planned out, but it may not be the way you're supposed to go. Right. And I'm acknowledging that I need God more than I need my own thoughts in my mind. Right. But more than I need my own opinion. And it has put me, guys, in a real place of peace. Um, and sometimes we have to go through hard experiences in life that humble us so that we can be reminded that we don't have to bear this alone. And even if it don't look like X, Y, and Z, if we continue to trust him, he will continue to do what he does, which is take care of us, which is provide for us, um, which is lead us and guide us and direct us. And so I hope that this has been encouraging to whoever is listening. Um, it's your girl, Tisha. And um, thank you guys for tuning in with me. Um, and hopefully I'll, um, you'll be listening next week, next Tuesday, when we have our next episode. As always, when passion meets purpose, great things happen. Talk to you later. Hey guys, so I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I hope it was encouraging or it inspired you or it empowered you to do something that you wouldn't normally do. I really hope that these podcasts are helping you. And what I would absolutely love is if you could give me a star or I think there's some hand claps or something you can do to just show me some love. Let me know that I'm on the right track and I'm supplying you with valuable information that is going to help you in your journey as you're discovering your purpose, as you're walking in your purpose, and as you're walking in your passion. So until next time, guys, share and subscribe.